0: What's good, Alaska? This is Scott Levesque, and you're listening to a special Sunday edition of the Must Read Alaska podcast. That's right. Normally, I'm out there on a Thursday, but because of Thanksgiving and because of some things that I had to take care of personally, I'm coming to you now on a Sunday, and we've got tons to talk about. But before we dive in, I just want to encourage you, if you really love the content that you're hearing on the podcast and would like to hear more of it and also help us spread the word about the Must Read Alaska podcast, take a minute right now, stop Go to iTunes and give us a five-star rating. And if you want to, we'd love to hear from you. So you can also give us a written rating as well. There's been people that have given suggestions and ideas, and it's just been awesome. So we just want to say thank you, and we also want to encourage you to do that. It helps the podcast tremendously. Well, this week was Thanksgiving. I had a fantastic time with my family, and I just want to say thank you to all of our listeners, readers, watchers out there. Listen, one of the things that I know we're all thankful here at Must Read Alaska for is the fact that we have incredible audience and people that participate in our website, our social media, and our podcasts on a weekly basis. We would not be where we are without people like you. And I just want to say thank you. And listen, as we head into the holiday season, I just want to remind you to be thankful and to be out there uh, just remembering people that may not have it as, as good or may not have the same type of uh, holiday season that you do. And here at Must Read Alaska, we're always making sure that we look back and give back. And and I think this is an awesome time to do that. So I want to encourage you. Uh, we're very thankful for you guys. And I just want to make sure that you know that uh, here at Must Read Alaska, we appreciate our readers, our listeners, and our viewers just like you. And with that being said, if you want to support us, you can do so very easily. You can go to mustreadalaska.com and in the top right, you can see the support must Read Alaska portion, the donation portion. Uh, if you're so inclined, we'd love to have your support here because what it happens is it gives us the opportunity to make excellent content on a daily, weekly, and monthly basis. So again, without support of people like you, uh, Must Read Alaska would not be nearly what it is. And a lot of that is all because of Suzanne Downing. So I want to thank her as well. Well, let's get into some things. Now, there's a lot that has been going on. And one of the first things that we want to talk about is more of a uh, an Anchorage topic right now. And that's the fact that the acting mayor... Uh, is going to implement a new modified hunker down um, executive order that starts Tuesday, December 1st. And this hunker down order is a, a modification of the one that was done over the summer. And it is going to, in my opinion, and the people that I've talked to, cause quite a bit of difficulty uh, in our state. Obviously, excuse me, our city. Obviously, right now, we're dealing with a lot of different things. We're heading into the holiday season, and the fact that this hunker-down order is going into effect December 1st and supposedly going through the entire month of December is is really a difficult thing for a lot of people in our community. In particular, again, it goes back to the restaurants and food industry here. Uh, it's a modified, uh, very specific, though, um, executive order and a lot of it has to do with again the food industry. We have limitations on uh, sporting events, we have limitations on organized sports, both indoor and outdoor. There's limitations to bingo halls, theaters, um, and when I say limitations, I mean bingo halls, theaters, private clubs, you know, recreation, entertainment facilities. All of them are closed, they're not to be open. Uh, when you look at the hospitality areas, again. Um, restaurants and breweries are are closed except to allow outdoor dining, takeout, or delivery service. So essentially, there is nothing going to be happening in these facilities. We're in Alaska, man. There's no way. There is no way we're going to be uh, able to do any outdoor dining unless you have the facility to be able to have an outdoor dining uh, spot as well as heaters that can be heated uh, for hours on end and you don't have a problem with that bill. But they are essentially shutting down all bars, breweries, restaurants, nightclubs, uh, the hospitality industry in general, to only doing outdoor dining, takeout, and delivery services. And again, when it comes to gyms or recreational fitness centers, there's a 25% capacity. I mean, this really, really diminishes a lot of opportunity for businesses in Anchorage to thrive at all during one of the most important times of the year when it comes to uh, economics. Uh, To be honest with you, this is going to crush a lot of businesses. I personally talked to individuals who said when they close on December 1st, it's going to be for good. And so, again, we always ask this question. And and I I don't think we've gotten a great answer other than we have to protect for COVID um, based on those increasing numbers. And so Austin Quid davidson our acting mayor, has decided to implement this new hunker-down process. And I'm going to tell you, I, I have not been really excited about what this is going to bring, particularly in this time of year. It, it really, really does create a just cataclysmic uh, situation here in Anchorage. And, and that's not going to change. And so as we look through a lot of these things, uh, there's a lot of questions that I got to ask you guys. And, and I'd love to hear from you in the comments on the Facebook or uh, our Facebook page or, or wherever, if you want to reach out to us um, at Must Read Alaska. There is, a, there is a real concern now about damage that is going to be done to us economically. And listen, you're not the only one. I'm not the only one that is that is thinking this. And let me tell you why. Because recently... The assembly chair, uh, right now, which is now Felix Rivera, has in in, in the vice chair now John Wendelton, just released a press release that is is essentially sh- shifting the blame from them from their their executive orders and the powers that they've given to which was the, the mayor, which was Ethan Berkowitz, now the acting mayor, Austin Quinn-Davidson, they're now shifting the blame and saying that a lot of the economic damage caused is not because of the the policies or the executive orders that they've done. No, 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 it's not them. It's the fact that they need more federal stimulus. It's because they need more money into our 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 economic uh, viability now, that's what the problem is, as opposed to actually looking at the truth, which is the fact that they've passed or given power to individuals or passed legislation that has really crippled not just our economy, but the funds that were given to us for the economy. Let me, let me, let me just remind people here, okay? This is, this is where you get into this, the ridiculousness of what's going on. Let me remind people here, in case you forgot, which I'm sure many of you have not. The Assembly in the fall passed AO66, which gave $22 million of CARES Act funds to purchase hotels and other buildings for homelessness services. Do I need to repeat that? $22 million that's not going into the economy, that is going to be used to buy buildings around the city to house homeless and have homeless services. Again, priorities. Not to mention, they spent $3 million in CARES Act Fund on trail building. That's right. While you're out of work, you can go ahead and just run a trail or ski a trail or bike a trail because you're going to have plenty of time to do that when the economy is crippled and you don't have work. Yeah, yeah, that's what we should be spending our money on. No, no, and and let's not address those issues. Let's not address that we have $25 million spent on things that have nothing to do with the economy, nothing to do with relief. All of it is being spent on homelessness services and trail building. I'm telling you right now, this is, this is going to come back to bite this assembly dramatically, dramatically. And I'm telling you, a lot of this is going to fly in the face of what they're going to say publicly, okay? So right now, the public position based on the assembly is now, it's not our fault that this is happening. It is the federal government's fault because we need more stimulus funds, which is playing into more of a national narrative we don't need to get into. But essentially, it's if we had more money, this wouldn't be a problem. False. Guys, I just want to let you know right now, it is time to wake up and realize what is happening you were spending $25 million on things that have nothing to do with relief for citizens, for businesses, and whatnot. Now, as we look back on it, the $10 million that was then moved over to the Small Business Relief Fund seems like nothing compared to what Jamie Allard and Crystal Kennedy proposed with a seventeen-point-five billion uh, million dollar, uh, shift in money to, to that fund. And again, we're talking politics here. So there was nothing wrong with that $17.5 million proposal that was done by Allard and Kennedy. It just took away from a fund that is just sitting in limbo right now because they want to use that money to buy buildings. The chairman says, Without additional federal stimulus, businesses and individuals within the municipality of Anchorage will be left in limbo. No what they're being left in limbo is is that you're spending money on things that are unnecessary from CARES Act funds. He goes on to say, We're close to running out of money for rental and mortgage relief. Well, you got twenty five million dollars that you could use. Technically twenty-two, three million has been spent already for that trail. We will be releasing the final round of small business grants soon. The well is running dry and people's livelihoods are on the line. That is a fact. That last line could not have been truer, Mr. Rivera. The problem is, is that you're using money that should go to those businesses that should go to rental mortgage relief to buy buildings. That is sort of the problem here. I know it's hard to comprehend. I know maybe not economics and and, in budgeting and all that is people's forte, but you do have 22 million that's sitting there to buy buildings that we don't need and can't need right now. Because let's be honest here, if this continues... The amount of homelessness is going to increase and your buildings are going to be nothing because you're putting businesses out, which means employees out. It really is a problem. It really is a problem. And so the allocated funds, I mean, $14 million for small business stabilization, particularly for the hospitality and tourism industry. We've got $6 million for small business and nonprofit grants. Outdoor public lands program is three million, child care assistant program is ten million, child care assistant program with parents and guardians five million. I mean, I don't even know how much of that money's been touched. It is tremendously difficult right now to justify twenty two million dollars for to buy buildings as opposed to using that money for relief. It is hard to justify. And the bait and switch that is going on right now in the assembly is appalling. It's appalling. Again, it's it's running away from responsibility and shifting the blame to somebody else. And that totally makes sense. That totally makes sense right now. There's a lot going on. There's a lot going on. And, and not only that, <clears throat> in that apparently they've decided, and this is the acting mayor, Austin Quinn Davidson, that one of the buildings they were going to buy, the Alaska Club on Tudor, Uh, is no longer a part of that housing plan that they're going to buy now okay are they going to take that money that was allocated towards buying the alaska club on tudor road are they going to take that money and put it into relief i doubt it i doubt it at all but they've decided after actually looking at the building that the juice wasn't worth the squeeze when it comes to buying why Because repairs and things that were needed to ensure that code and the building was in the right shape and form to be able to house people was going to cost way more than initially thought. Well, surprise, surprise there. Surprise, surprise there. So you got $22 million and now you don't have a building to buy. Will the assembly shift that money? I doubt it. I doubt it. And this is the problem that we're running into right now. And this is the question for you guys, the listeners and the, the citizens of Anchorage. What are you going to do about this in 2022? What's going to happen? Because there is going to be numerous seats on the assembly that are going to be up. There's also going to be, in 2021, a mayor race. I, I would I would hope That what's going on right now would wake a lot of people up into reviewing. Again, this is not a Republican or Democrat thing right now. This is about what the elected officials are going to do with and for their constituents. There's been a lot of backlash when it comes to this purchasing portion of using CARES funds. And yet that was totally disregarded. We're talking five days of public testimony and they still passed it. They still passed AO66. So the question is, is, are you going to elect officials that are going to do the will of the people? Or are you going to elect officials that think they know better and going to do their will? That's really the question right now. And it's a question we need to all ask ourselves, particularly as we head into the, the, you know, the mayor race and as we go into 2022 and we look at uh, the opportunity of, of putting people into the assembly that are going to provide um, what the people want. As opposed to what they think, they have the moral high ground. Uh, COVID has has just again just created such a firestorm, and, and a lot of this has to do with um, precautions and things being put into place, you know, strict rules, and and we're heading into mass manna- mandates now. Uh, the assembly sent a letter to the governor asking him to implement a statewide mass mandate, which Governor Don levy has yet to do, and, and is looking like he will not do. Uh, he is again, and I think this is something that really has been lost in the the messaging of this, is that he is giving towns and cities the opportunity to create their own uh, legislation on that, which, again, is good and bad. You have a juxtaposition there where you're going to allow a city like Anchorage to enforce a mass mandate. Uh, you're going to have a lot of people asking the governor to step in or do something about that at the same time too the governor has, has himself in a, in a situation where he doesn't want to do a statewide mandate uh he said he doesn't want to get involved with that he wants to leave that down to the the lower um the cities you know the municipalities the the boroughs and all the 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 local governments to make that decision so you can't do both you can't say that no i'm not going to you know do a statewide mass mandate and then intervene when local uh governments either do or don't do one it's really a difficult time right now and in, in anchorage the 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 assembly is really putting a lot of pressure to try to get this done which to me just is is wildly irresponsible wildly irresponsible we've seen it now in this thanksgiving holiday season where People are restricted to how many guests they can have at their home. Uh, Guests need to wear masks. When you have a guest that's not in your house, they need to wear a mask in your car. I mean, the reach is getting way beyond And We talked about this last week. We talked about this last week, how the reach of power is now going beyond just uh, when you're out in public, but into the privacy of your home. And we have a real, real problem with that. And so the question really is, Anchorage, is what are you going to do about that? What do you think about that? Let us know at Must Read Alaska what you think about these mask mandates. What do you think about the fact that it's no longer just public places that they're requiring or heavily suggesting you wear masks, but now it's entering into the private place. It's entering into your home. It's entering into other people's homes, in your cars. I mean, the extent's there. I can't remember what state it was, but I believe the governor said uh, there is nothing in the Constitution that says that you don't have to wear a mask. But there's, in, there's stuff in the Constitution and the Bill of Rights. There's a lot of stuff about privacy. There's a lot of stuff about privacy. So, you know, regardless of how you feel about masks in public, we could, we could have the bait of that. The fact that the government now is entering into your private home to now mandate what you can and can't do in your home when it comes to masks. We're, we're, the question remains, and Bernadette wrote. Bernadette's, uh, Wilson wrote a, an article uh, on must read alaska that uh, really was pretty thought provoking in the sense of what are we willing to allow in the, for the sake of what we call safety as opposed to freedom right what are we what are we willing to let happen uh, and, and what are we willing to impose let people impose into our freedoms for the sake of safety and I, I, I think it's a good read it's it's a you know whether or not i you know agree with it or not is irrelevant i think it's a good thought provoking Article and I suggest if you want to go to Must Read Alaska, uh, I would suggest you doing that. Um, it's the title is an American Thanksgiving reset. Freedom is worth the risk, it, and it really brings up those questions. You know, as we enter the holiday, as we enter things that make, um, you know, bring us joy, the being around family, being around friends, and as that opportunity to to be around those people dwindle based on. Uh, what we're saying are rules or restrictions or hunker downs or whatever. The question is, is what are we willing to allow that is going to have an adverse effect on us psychologically, relationally, and all that? That's really the question. That And it's a great question to ask because we're entering into this time where being around family and friends and the people you love, are, it's at the pinnacle of what we're doing. And to restrict that, to take that away is going to have such an adverse effect. So I'm interested in what you think. Guys, if you could let us know on our our Facebook, um, if you want to let us know on Much Read Alaska, I think it's an important thing to ask. What are we willing to let happen in terms of receding of freedoms for safety versus the other way around? What are we willing to fight for freedoms for in regards to uh, the idea of safety itself? I think it's a great thing to think about, particularly this time of year when we've got so many things happening. Hey, I... I know sometimes it feels like doom and gloom, but listen, it is not always doom and gloom. There's a lot of great stuff that's happening now. And I just want to say, listen, if you haven't had the opportunity, go out there and and do somebody a favor. Do something nice. Give back during this time of year. You know, if you're in line for coffee, pay for the person's coffee behind you. Pay for somebody's meal. Go out and do something great. I think, Listen, what we find ourselves in this time is there's so much going on in terms of uh negativity we have right now again the presidential election what's going on right now and, and recounting and states and it's crazy out there and it sometimes feels like that is all real life it's all just crazy it's all 100 of the time and the reality is is listen we got families we got friends we got people we love and care about and i just want to encourage you guys out there the must read alaska people and those who are just new to must read alaska do something nice Bring some joy to some people in Anchorage because I can tell you right now, the feeling right now, at least what I see on both sides of the aisle, whether you're a Democrat or you're a Republican, listen, everybody has to work and everybody has to figure out how they're going to get through life, uh, whether paycheck by paycheck or borrowing from savings, whatever it is. I think people could use a little touch of uh, positivity, could use a little touch of caring Uh, We are a community, and regardless that we may not always agree with our neighbors, I know that I've got people I know I don't agree with that live right next to me. The point is, is that we're a community, and we're in this together, and we need to build up and build out of this. So that's my plug. I think that's something we should all think about doing. Not everybody has the means or capabilities to do so, but if you do... Treat somebody to a coffee. Treat somebody to a, you know, a drive through meal because that's all you're going to get. Uh, you're not going to sit down, uh, at least in the, over the next 30 or so days, uh, you're not going to sit down in a restaurant. It's all going to be takeout. It's all going to be uh, delivery or it's drive through um, That's about it. But what I, we want to hear from you. What do you think about this, this latest hunker down? Um, is this going to affect you? Is this going to create problems not just economically for you or, or within your business or your job, but also your family? You know we'd love to hear some some great stories about how you guys are, are are kind of coping and managing with what's going on because I think it's important for us everybody's in this together like we talked about we're a community and sometimes figuring out ways to deal with uh, some of the new restrictions or some of the new things that are happening helps people. That are, that are being challenged in this. So uh, share with us some of the things that you guys are doing. Maybe you're not doing anything. Maybe you're deciding that getting together as a family is the most important thing that you're going to do. And regardless of anything else, that's what you're going to do because that's a tradition and that's how, uh, how you guys have done it forever. I'm not really sure. I know for us, uh, we're, we're transplants, so we don't have a lot of family up here in Anchorage or Alaska, but we sure do have a lot of friends and uh, they're, they're really important to, to both me and my wife. Uh, The last thing I want to let you know is obviously uh, Christmas is right around the corner. There's a lot going on um, in terms of now people are probably going to be buying online. And I just want to encourage you, if you haven't had the opportunity, to head over to the Must Read Alaska shop. If you head to mustreadalaska.com up in the upper right corner on our mega menu bar there where it has a bunch of different links you can click, uh, click on the shop one. We've got some great swag. Listen, if you're into the mass thing, We've got the Alaska flag mask. We've got the Betsy Ross flag. Uh, We've got some great... uh, we got a Make Alaska Great Again mask. And also, for those freedom lovers out there, we've got the Legalize Freedom Again face mask. But we've also got a lot of great swag out there that has Must Read Alaska on it as well. And let me tell you, there's nothing better than a gift to somebody who loves freedom, who loves being on the right side of history, than getting a must-read Alaska swag kit. And that could range from, hey, listen, get get the whole swag kit. Get a t-shirt, get a sweatshirt, get a face mask. And while you're at it, get yourself an iPhone case just to represent your local conservative news media outlet. It is great. So there's a lot of stuff on there. And like I said, it's the holiday season. If you can't find something and you've got some family members that either you know are Must Read Alaska fans and read, listen, watch, or or just are conservative and, and just know of Must Read Alaska, go ahead and grab them a gift. I mean, we've even got a sweet Alaska flag mug as well. But I would encourage you to do that. Again, it supports uh, the Must Read Alaska uh, team here, but it also is just really great stuff and great swag to, to rep around town to let people know that uh, we are out there and we are providing the conservative viewpoint for the news hey listen i don't know what you got going on right now but i want to encourage you it is the time of year that should bring joy and happiness to people and like we've talked about there's a lot of things coming down the pike that uh, can be difficult so i just want to again encourage those who have the opportunity or the resources of the means take take some time and bless somebody get them a coffee get them something to eat Give them an encouraging word because we are all Alaskans and we all need to build and take care of each other. Listen, my name is Scott. Again, you're listening to a special edition, Sunday edition of the Must Read Alaska podcast. I appreciate you tuning in. And again, as we talked about before, I am so thankful this week for viewers, listeners, and readers like you. We couldn't do any of this without you. So enjoy your holiday weekend. Enjoy the Christmas season coming up and we'll see you next week. Take care.